Welcome to the Panic Button Podcast, brought to you by XXXChurch.com. Each episode, Craig Gross answers a question or two that has got you in a panic. No topics are off limits, and all questions are encouraged. Here is your host, Craig Gross. Hey, it's Craig. The question this week is, my wife is so angry about my porn use, what can I do? Um, I would say this, you're in the right place. And I love getting this question, which I get a lot, but I get more of it from your wife than you. And it's more like, I suspect my husband's doing this. He's detached. He's angry. He's this. Um, what's wrong with me? And so I think that it's huge that like you're asking this question. Um, you're a grown adult and you're taking some responsibility. It also shows that you're interested in change and you're interested in working through it. And I think that the first thing here is you've got to understand that like, your wife sees this as in a total different way than, than you do. You're not probably attached to these girls you're looking at. You're not, you know, involved in probably a relationship with them. It's just this pure fantasy. And on the other side, though, your wife is thinking, man, you're in love with somebody else. And it's just, man, her mind's going just a million miles an hour. In, 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 and there's a disconnect right now. And so you've got to put yourself in her shoes um, before you expect her to put yourself herself in your shoes. And so this whole month, we've been dealing with this topic of resentment. And I think, think about resentment this way in your relationship. And my wife says it this way. is like, my wall goes up. And it's just like, you know, like when you piss somebody off or you say something, and it's just like, oh no, I'm not listening now. It's just, I think what happens sometimes in relationships, it's kind of like Tetris, where it just starts building those blocks and then pretty soon you're like oh, i'm gonna kill this game and then it just stacks and stacks and stacks and then the game's over and i think that's where marriages end and that's where you know businesses fall apart or just relationships end when that wall is so high and what's building that wall oftentimes is resentment like your wife's going he doesn't even want to stop looking at porn i can't believe he's doing this to me and then you're going man she doesn't even have sex with me she doesn't do this and then oh the wall's up so for this I thought I'd introduce you to Carl and Katie. If you've been around our site at all, uh, you've seen their faces. You've seen Carl as a part of our small groups team or X3 groups team, just about everything we do here. And then Katie, you know, besides her love for Carl, I think it's the love for the Eagles. And then it's the love for Carl right below that maybe. But, um, uh, and the Eagles are no good after their fluke in the Super Bowl, but that's another story. They are, uh, I've talked, set them down as a part of this resentment project. So you just hear a husband is in a wife's story and maybe that's your story. Uh, maybe the thought of you sitting next to your wife one day talking in front of me about this, you're like, I can't even imagine that. But I think that's the progress that we've seen in their lives where this went from like this uncomfortable question that Carl might've sent in years ago asking for help and now he's seen his relationship come full circle with his wife. But I think it's good to see both perspectives. So that's what you're going to get right here. Uh, meet Carl and Katie Thomas. Hey, my name's Carl Thomas. And I, uh, I got hooked up with Triple X Church about six years ago, uh, volunteering to do a, uh, a missions trip. That's what, that's what we like to call it. 
uh, but it was to a porn show. And my name is Katie Thomas. Um, I'm married to Carl, and I have attended some of the conventions with the Triple X Church team. I'm involved in the Recover Together project, and also I am involved in a local strip church chapter. So my, my experience with porn started back when I was literally, I don't know, nine, 10. I mean, I, I saw a friend's Playboy magazine. You know, over the years, just through high school, through college, whenever I could get a chance, I would take a look at it. As I got out of college, I got into a career. My porn use actually got a bit worse. Uh, started using it throughout the week. I mean, it got really bad, but I didn't care. You know, all throughout my 20s, it was like, it was just a thing I did and I liked it. Uh, had no desire to stop. Then I, then I met my wife uh, and, you know, of course I was hoping that that would go away, but it didn't. I'd say it probably even got a little worse and it's not her fault, but you know, that's just reality. And uh, carried that all the way to our first child where I told her about it. She was super grace, gracious, you know, uh, but unfortunately I like to say I stopped right then, but. It, you know, continued another, I don't know, what, four, four years or so. Yeah, about that. Um, just, you know, in that constant cycle where, you know, I binge and then go a week and, okay, hey, I'm going to try to stop. And it was always a matter of willpower for me for years, just figuring like, oh, so, hey, someday I'll stop, someday I'll stop. And I never stopped, you know. And then, then ironically, it was just a matter of time, but, or just timing. Uh, went, got into seminary because I felt like God had something for me in ministry had no idea where that was headed. Uh, then I got connected up with these guys, did a missions trip, had some just great conversations uh, throughout this process, got a good accountability partner. It was just it was just good timing and I was able to find freedom. And that was, I'd say like eight years ago, right? Eight or nine years ago mm -hmm. at this point. I had known that Carl had a sexual history with other women before we were married, um, but pornography was never something that I would have thought about. Um, so when he told me this, I was pretty upset um, and angry, especially because I was a good Christian girl and had followed the rules that God laid out for us and I had saved myself for marriage. Um, and a month after we had our daughter, he lays this on me and tells me, and in my mind, it was going to be, okay, you told me we're done. We're gonna just flip the switch and, and life will go back to normal. And um, clearly that wasn't the case. So his porn use made me feel um, inadequate. It made me feel less of a woman. It made me feel like I couldn't meet his needs. Um, it made me not trust him because oftentimes after he told me, I would kind of ask him like, hey, how's it going? And he would say, oh, it's okay. And then uh, one time I remember I found something on the computer. Yes, I still and, remember. Oh, I'm not one to usually confront. I let things like stew in me and then I think about it. And I remember we were in the car and I asked him and he told me some lame excuse about why it was on there. Yeah, my porn use, like, I mean, I, I'd say I've, I've helped a lot of guys and I've talked to a lot of guys, you know, over the years. And I'd say in every situation or almost every situation, it's all been pretty much the same. You know, when you, you started off young, it was just innocent. You know, it's like, oh, hey, I'm 10 and I like boobs, you know? I mean, there's, that's just, I'm a dude and I like that stuff, you know? Um, and then over time, you know, your body just, you, you like it more and more and then you start gravitating towards it because it's, it's something that makes you feel good. I'd say that like the, the beginnings of my porn use, 
And again, I saw, I saw my friend's magazine when I was a kid, but I found stuff in my house that I thought was a bit odd. Like I remember I found a, um, a Fredericks of Hollywood catalog in my dad's sock drawer, which at the time, I was just happy I found it. I didn't think to myself, like, this is kind of strange because I don't think my dad wears this stuff. Um, oh, my gosh. You know, and then he got, uh, then this is like back in the 80s, but this is back when people were getting, like, the, the black boxes, the cable box. And, uh, you know, they could descramble anything. So back then there was porn, just like there is now, there were, there were porn channels. And uh, that was all descrambled. And so, you know, I got a lot of access in my own house, which... I think obviously made things worse because, you know, at that time in my life, most guys my age would have to go outside of the house to find the porn, but I could find all the porn I wanted inside my house. So, you know, that, that made the use worse. But then once I got through college and in my career, you know, I didn't start connecting all this stuff until honestly years later. Um, I, all of a sudden, like, it just kind of came together. I was like, wow, if I keep looking at this stuff, I can't pursue the stuff I want to pursue in my life, which I think God has for me. Um, and that, at that point, like, made it easier for me to say no. And I just, I never, I've never for years been able to put my finger on why that, that realization enabled me to walk away from it uh, after 20, 30 years of not being able to walk away from it. But now looking back, I realize that, like, oh, wow, you know, I, I graduated school. I, I had big dreams of what I wanted to do. Uh, I hung out with guys like in a fraternity, but they were all upwardly mobile per people. You know, when they graduated, they all got good jobs. And you know, I went into the family business to help them out, and I hated it. And it was one of these things where I helped grow the business, but I never was really in in charge of it. Uh, I wasn't getting paid really the rate I should have got paid. And you know, over the years, it's just I just sat. I go to work, and I mean, you know, I, yeah, I, go I think to you work. felt trapped. Yeah, I just like, know? ah, this sucks. Like that was my life. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm just stuck in this insurance world for the rest of my life. All my friends are are making good money. They're they're making an impact, and I'm just kind of like trudging along, doing nothing with my life. I started to realize, like, wow, you know, that realization of like, oh, hey, God's got something bigger, and this is stopping me from it. Took my focus off of the crappy that word situation I was in and I stopped thinking about it I started thinking about what what could be and um, and then like that kind of stopped a lot of the pain that I would feel on a daily basis you know like when I was bored my mind wouldn't wander to like gosh like I'm bored again this sucks like my life is so just non-eventful to like now when I was bored I do something with the time you know my mind didn't go to the place it used to go where I was just like bitter about the fact that I was in this job and life that, like, honestly, I couldn't stand. When I realized why Carl was looking at pornography, I was able to have more compassion towards him, um, knowing that it wasn't something that I wasn't giving him or something that I was lacking, that it was something deep rooted because of things that were happening in his work life and his family life. Um, I was able to just understand why he was doing this because some of the feelings he was feeling about his work life were the same feelings I was having. I was just handling them in a different way. I would just really get angry about it and want to hurt someone. So when Craig came to us as a staff and brought up this whole idea of resentment, you know, I thought it was great, but I never actually thought about how it applied to my life. Um, I thought I had kind of connected the dots years ago. I was like, okay, hey, uh, I was looking at porn because I was not happy where I was in life. It was connected to like a lack of purpose. Maybe my pain was something about 
you know, inadequacy as a person or, you know, just not mattering. Um, so I thought it was just purely pain. And then he forwarded us a, a little copy of kind of like a rough idea of what he was going to be talking about. And it made me think, you know, especially when he started talking about his dad and uh, like how he just goes to anger. Hearing him talk about his father and all that made me think. And I was like, wow, wait a minute, resentment. You know, I was like, that is like actually the perfect word to kind of describe what I went through working for my family 12, 15 years. Because it's actually 17 years. Uh, resentment is, the, is like, that is, that's the word that captivates the whole thing. I mean, it's like, wow, yeah, I, I went into work and I resented it. I resented the fact that, you know, I was doing half the work to, to grow this thing. I resented the fact that at the end of the day, even though I was the president of the company, I really didn't have the ultimate say because I didn't control the checkbook. And I resented the fact that I had kind of put myself there and I was stuck. Um, and, you know, I was like, wow, you know, that makes sense. Like, I don't think solving the resentment was, I mean, I think at the end of the day, the ultimate thing is I need to solve the pain that that resentment kind of feeds off of. But I think in terms of like how I broke free from porn, I think the big thing was I broke free from the resentment. You know, because I'll say like the first year that I was not looking at porn was a great year. Um, I, I was headed in, I think, a good direction. But I'll be honest, I think if something had happened in that first year, which would have derailed my efforts, like let's just say I flunked out of seminary yeah. or something like that, I think I would have gone right into a tailspin again because I never really satisfied the whole pain side of it, but I, but I had satisfied the, the resentment side of it because I wasn't going to work resenting it anymore. It was just what I did to make a dollar until I got to the next stage of my life. And, and getting past that gave me the ability to break free from the thing that was keeping my head in such a fog which then gave me the ability to actually go deeper and start figuring out like why I was in that situation in the first place. I think for me, I guess because I saw once he had put an effort um, into his recovery and I saw a change in him that I just feel like God really worked on my heart. Um, it sounds so cliche, but like he really yeah, did. Like he just, it does. it does, but he just softened my heart to the point like where I saw him changing into like a different man. Um, and it was easier for me to forg forgive him because I saw that he was truly putting an effort. Um, we had like a plan and a purpose for our lives. We knew that God had big things. Um, so it was just, it was easier for me to like forgive. And um, I mean, ironically, God has me working in strip clubs now. Like, I feel like that clearly shows that. Not as a stripper. Not as a stripper, I'm not a stripper. But like, I have a heart for these women and in the porn shows. And I feel like uh, for many women, like that's the enemy. So for me to be able to love on them and tell them that Jesus loves them, um, just, you know, kind of brought us all full circle. So God was able to take this crap and turn it into something for purpose for our lives. I think if you know you resent something, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, for me, I, the first thing you have to do is, I think you gotta come to grips with the resentment, it's with the resentment itself. Like you have to say, okay, hey, I, I know I, I have a problem with this situation or this individual, and uh, you have, you know, you have to find that forgiveness. You have to, you have to be able to address that itself. But then I'd say beyond that, then you need to go one step further and figure out what is 
the root of that resentment to begin with because there's there's something inside you that's making you resent that situation I, if you can't get past the resentment itself I don't think you'll ever go deeper and find the actual root of it to the Panic Button Podcast. If you want Craig to answer your question on an upcoming episode, please email panicbutton at xxxchurch.com. Or if you're using the Anchor app, please go to your user profile, tap the message button, and hit record, and then hit save, and then send it.